Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Osiris. And we're very excited to talk about last night's show. I'm Megan. I'm here with Ryan and Neil Hi. and Joey. Hey, guys. What's going Hello. on? Hey. Happy birthday, Another day. Another yeah, happy birthday, Another Ryan. Awesome show. Thank you. That's Thank you. Very special day today. Yes. You know what? I started off my birthday within the first 15 minutes of my birthday. We drove past Trey's bus on the highway. Um, <laughs> really? So that was, that was a pretty good way to start it off. Um, I was happy <laughs> about awesome. that. Unfortunately, you know, I, I couldn't be super creepy and like try to wave to him because, you know, the windows are all blacked out, which very unfortunate. But yeah, I'm sure he knew you were there in spirit, yeah. Ryan. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good it omen for the show tonight. Anyway, um, I was I was guessing based on in Lowell the other night, I saw like a red tour bus that was like, yeah, you know, yeah. 
out of there two seconds after the show ended. And it was the same looking bus uh, about, you know, 45 minutes from Mohegan. Um, so fair. Fairly certain it was him. Joey, are you in Glens Falls? Yeah, I'm actually at Lake George. Uh, I'm at my buddy's house and it is like gorgeous nice. here. Like it's a beautiful house. We're like right on the lake. Like I wish you guys could see what I'm looking at. Well, I'll see you tonight. Oh, yeah. That's definitely. awesome. So both of you guys are going to the show. Neil, yes. you jumped off tour. Yeah, I'm done. I did the first three and then I'm out. Hey, you're doing Syracuse on Friday. You're coming. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's happening. We'll, we'll see how the week goes. I mean, tonight's all four of us were there last special, time. Yeah. yeah, we were all there, weren't we? Yeah, we were all Way there. Way to get us That's back crazy. on track, Ryan. This Thank is, you. This is why you're <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, we were all I'm, there last night. I'm usually night. the one that gets it off track. It's... <laughs> well, I'm I'm nervous today a little bit because I am like a, a goose noob. This is my third goose show. So to be on a what podcast. What were your first two? Talking about goose, Radio City. <laughs> oh, both are Radio City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So now, I'm are just, you aware, Megan, that you are yeah. on the podcast right now with the guy that leaked the tray sit in? Oh, I am aware of this. Yes. <laughs> oh, Just wanted to oh, make yeah. sure. I know I know enough about that to know that. But yeah, and you know what? That's why I went tonight too. I wasn't supposed to go. And yeah. saw that pick and then I ended up there. Yeah. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. I was thinking about it last night though, that seeing where Goose is right now for me, this is my third show. That's like my fish 1995. And mm-hmm. then I was kind of thinking that's kind of like almost similar to where the band is like fish in 95 is kind of like where goose is now almost. I don't know if, if you could say that, but like peaking and like, you know, kind of like reaching bigger heights, like constantly. Um, so it was kind of cool to think about that. Like both of those bands, when I started seeing them, they're kind of like in that same territory. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I thought maybe it could yeah. be true. Yeah. I've yeah. always like wondered that. And uh, I remember uh, when the guys did a podcast with Tom and RJ like back then it was like, oh, you guys are in like where Fish was like 90, 91, like starting to get onto the bus. Get, like you're going to get a couple buses now, maybe a couple trucks going into theaters. Now it's like getting introduced to arenas. So it's cool to have that timeline to reflect on and like, right? you know, talk to Fish fans of the show and be like, I remember when it was like this exciting at this point. And, you know, now it's going to at some point I know it's just going to get too big. And I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going on dogs in a pile tour because I want to stay in like smaller <laughs> clubs. And, but yeah, yeah, it's cool exactly. to get that reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's crazy even. So, you know, I think Neil and Joey, you guys were both at Christmas in February at Mohegan, right? Yeah. So hearing the different or seeing the difference in Mohegan, you know, last night versus in February was pretty staggering. Like, you know, having the full capacity behind the stage. Mm. Um, like all of that, it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Joey. Uh, you could tell, like, even from Goosemas, they tried to uh, like do a lot of new stuff, like really reach this heights, especially because it was their first arena show. So obviously, last night they did a couple new things, tried some stuff. Like it's cool. They know they're in Connecticut. They want to do something really special for the crowd. So in that way, it was very similar. Yeah, I think Max Goosemas. Yeah, and lots of, you know, there were a few similarities uh, vibe-wise later in the set we'll talk about. But let's start with, you know, how it opened up. I think Animal was a great opener call. You Perfect. Know, I, I put up a big egg in fantasy last night, um, which, you know, the show was amazing, so I'm not that upset about it. But, you know, there, there were <laughs> there were a bunch of songs that I, I knew I, I should have seen coming, and Animal was one of them. But I love this song. It's, it's one of my favorites. 
Ryan, even I think I called animal, and I don't know anything about goose. I know. So. It was rookie move. I'm no longer winning the tour, but, you know, we move on. I mean, the you funny still have thing a about, lot of days to go. Yeah. Yeah. The, the funny thing about the, the songs every night is you can't predict what they're going to play because they still have so much stuff they haven't played yet. Yeah. Like, I can't believe we're four shows in the tour now, and goose hasn't played hot tea. Yeah, that is a I thought we were hot tea last night. No hot tea, no Modavon. Uh, I mean, no hunger site. Like, yeah. how are we this far yeah. in tour? And Cali they haven't Magic played hunger site yet. Show gap right now. Yeah, yeah. No Empress, no Seegers, no Born Hunger Site creatures. Yeah. Yeti, so ready, slow ready, missed. There's a lot, lot of hits they haven't though. played yet. No yeah. jives. No jives. No like, jives at all. Yeah. yeah, I thought for sure they would play jive in Connecticut. Like it just you know it fits. And Jive's becoming yeah. a bit of a rarity lately. Totally. Jive 2 has been, yeah. Well, Jive 2 went 14 shows without getting played earlier this year or something. It was, or maybe it was 16. It was, it was uh, a lot. It was a lot. It's a crime. So, yeah, it is a crime. But so, like, <laughs> you know, when they started playing Animal, I was like, well, that makes sense. But, like, at the same time, like, I almost didn't see it coming because I kind of figured there were going to be some other songs coming first. Yeah. And, hmm. but, you know, uh, it's too bad that Greg isn't here to talk about opening the show with a bang because he's been talking well, about totally the last two times that. he's been on. Well, yeah, it's funny because I mean, when he was on and I was watching the pod, I felt the same way. And I was having a text thread with Brian Brinkman and we were arguing about that because I really <laughs> thought the show at night one started kind of slow and he disagreed. And we actually got into it a little bit because he was saying that he felt like the emotional impact of that first goose set on that first night was so strong and Tabs wasn't. And he was saying that, like, you know, maybe like Goose Tab should open for Goose. And I was like yeah. furious with him. <laughs> I was like, you know, he this is right. like sacrilegious. He's not right, Ryan, because this is like Trey has to have some ego. Like, the man is the reason all of these people are yeah. on these stages, right? So, like, he has That's to, fair. you don't, you don't get to that point in your career and like open for another band. Like, that is right. just like, and it's, like, it's more, I'm going to show you my shirt today. And I'm wearing this shirt because I feel like everybody's kind of been like shitting on tab a little bit on this tour. And maybe that's just because like Goose is so hot and Goose is absolutely crushing. And I agree. Every time I see Goose, they're like better than the last. I've only seen them three times, but like every time they leave me wanting like so much more. So I totally agree with that. But I think that like people underestimate what it takes to run a band like tab the way that Trey runs it. Yeah, and like yeah. everybody just expects, like, oh, you're playing awesome, like composed songs that are like with this like eight piece band, and it sounds perfect, and that's like boring, you know. Just like his level is so high that people expect him to like break down a new frontier every night, or it's boring, you know. And so I think that like I'm just here to rep Tab tonight and say like they were smoking, but we'll get to that later, I guess. Okay, yeah, I've I mean, you picked, you picked the perfect uh, show to do yeah, because last night exactly. is, I'm excited away, to talk about tab like really excited to talk about tab awesome me too yeah. yeah so yeah okay so we're not there yet though right no, we're, we're not right. there let's keep talking about the goose set you know flow down was cool you know rick doing his his usual uh dicking around with his delay pedal shenanigans um which was fun um and then arrow hollywood nights arrow let's talk about this because this was oh my awesome God. that was amazing you know rick popped the string like early on into the arrow jam too and just pushed through hollywood nights with five strings and then didn't didn't swap until after the end of the song which is crazy we talk about this on the pod a lot what i mean rick breaks more strings than any musician i've ever seen and yeah. I, I don't think that's hyperbole i mean no e-string is safe from <laughs> you know rick getting really into a song 
And every time he breaks a string, something really cool happens. And I, I don't know why that happens that way, but um, like it's almost like he takes a break for a moment, like gets himself back in tune. Peter does a little bit of something. Yeah. And then, you know, then um, then he just rips and yeah. he ripped on that one where he was doing like a lot of open string uh, like uh, playing and like, I don't know, it's like Billy string stuff. <laughs> um, but it was really, really good. That, that solo that kind of came at the end there right before Hollywood nights was, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah and that's you know, like the into Hollywood nights was gorgeous. Like effortless segue into Hollywood nights. Loved it. Yeah. It was really just that like, whatever four chords he just laid down it's mm-hmm. like you could tell something's coming as soon as he started singing immediately my ma- mind went to coach because he's been talking about bob seeger you know since i started following the bands he's like that's how he gets his beard his hair he's just trying to be 1970s bob seeger <laughs> <laughs> so like i've been waiting for them to cover it i don't know like ryan do you know have they covered that song before if it was like 2015 I maybe i do know it's it's recorded as being played twice before on elgoose.net the last time being may 4th 2018 which is okay. 311 show gap so all right pretty solid long time so yeah. it's technically available on the fantasy list correct technically you could have put <laughs> you picked hollywood it. night it, it was it was possible it was possible but yeah 5418 bust out on that very very exciting you know and then then they finish arrow after just a great great segment there and you know keeping the energy up with drip field after you know um two songs now uh breaking the uh drip field drought from the first two shows uh so you know we got arrow and drip field you know we talked about that yesterday they were focusing a lot more on their non-album material um, and as we, you know, just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, like still no born hunger site, et cetera. So I'm wondering if we see those tonight or later this week. Um, but Dripfield, Neil, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I remember the two of us were together during Goosemiths when they debuted Dripfield and it really, you know, struck us how the drums were just reverberating around the room. And I felt a very similar vibe during the song last night that just Dripfield goes very well inside that venue. I mean, we were talking about this on the pod yesterday in so far as Goose's music translating to arenas. Yeah. That is like the arena song. And I, I didn't get the the kind of the the sound where I was because I was right on the rail. So, yeah. like, I mean, it was just incredibly loud. I was deaf after the show. <laughs> I couldn't hear a thing. But uh, and, and Joey was right up there with me. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I didn't get the kind of the echoing bassy sounds that that we got when we saw it the first time there at Goosemas. Yeah, I was I right, in fr- right in front of Rick. I was just getting his guitar amp the whole time. And, like, I really couldn't hear Ben at all. I wasn't really hearing Peter. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, for that show, it was, like, the Rick show last night, so I was fine with it. But, yeah, yeah. a lot of those songs, it was, like, tough to get the scope of the full thing on the rail. Right. I thought where we were, Ryan, we were both in the same section. The yeah. sound was awesome. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was really, really great. Yeah, it was, like, loud, but it sounded really full. Yeah, nice spot, Trevor side uh, with a good view of the stage. Yeah, we there was like a big stack pointing in our direction, so I think uh, we benefited from some great sound there, and it was loud for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you know, after Drip Field, then we finally get, you know, we're we're breaking out of just the tray sit-ins. We're getting more stuff. You know, they brought out the horns for Fish in the Sea, which I absolutely loved. You know, 
Natalie and Jen were amazing, but really the the highlight of the song for me was Rick and James going back and forth. That was insane uh, during the jam. Oh my god! So were, were you was- getting those vibes from like the night before, where like if, during the tab set, it was Trey and James were going back and forth. They were coming closer and closer together, yeah. making eye contact. And I feel like in my mind, like Rick saw that and he's like, "I want to do that." So <laughs> I want that to Natalie, be me. <laughs> you had the yeah. Natalie, yeah. <laughs> You had the horn trade off, and then all of a sudden, the James Rick trade off was like oh, oh, so cool to see. I hope they so do more good. of that. Yeah, I'm sure they will because I think they all loved it. I was so I was dying to see the horns come out with Goose. That was like my dream. So when they came out, I was like, yes, they waited for me. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it, that was really cool. And th- you know, the original song has horns in it, right? Yeah. So oh, okay. it, I mean, it fits. I think the pedals that Rick uses when he kind of plays the the guitar solo in that are meant to mimic horns or is meant to mimic horns. Oh, cool. So that's, I think why it sounded really cool when he was trading off with James. And the interesting thing about that is I was like, you know, maybe seven feet away from James, eight feet away when that happened. And that solo almost didn't happen. I don't know if you guys picked up on that or if it showed up on the stream, but his in-ears were all messed up. And he's, like he's he, done that he, a few times, yeah. You know, he rips it out when he's soloing. He, yeah, he ripped it out and then looked at Rick and just was like, and then Rick started playing a little longer, yeah, like a little bit more of a measure, I guess, than he was supposed to. And and I was like, oh no, like this is this is I've been waiting for this, and it's like not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just went off, yeah, and it, it was it, incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's just like he was just like fuck it. Like I like maybe I hear it, maybe I don't. Like I'm just gonna play. Yeah, and you, you could see like there's a point where Rick had his back turned to James, and James was trying to say, "Now it's your turn," but like Rick didn't see him, so James kind of just stopped playing. And I was like, "All right, something was happening there." And then Rick came back in, and then yeah, they did that back and forth. Which, like you were yeah. saying, I was worried that like they missed something. You know, it wasn't going to happen. But uh, Jen and Natalie and I, like I don't want to brush past oh how God. good Jen and Natalie were in that song because they were fantastic. I listened to it twice on the drive back because it just sounded so good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're always amazing, but they were yeah. incredible last night. Some of their solos that they that they took were so like long and extended, and like just so interesting. And like it was so cool to hear them all trade off solos like with different instruments. It was just like this is like exactly what like this big band feeling, you know, that Trey's always wanted, like this Sun Ra orchestra, like kind of like big vibe. You know, it's like it's really cool to see two bases, which. <laughs> You know, yeah. so many people on stage. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, you know, we're, we're all riding high after the fish in the sea. You know, I do also want to shout out Getty during that jam because yes. he was painting the the sections behind the stage with crazy patterns. and That was gorgeous. Like, that was, as soon as it started, it looked like, you know, ripple on water, yeah. like the way it was coming over the back. I always love using people oh, yeah. as a backdrop. It's, yeah, I, I hope you see... I hope we see a lot more, you know, lighting like that because that was yeah. so cool. Do you Is know that the it, one that was all like almost looked like little stars? Like it was all white. I have was like the best picture I took all night. It was yeah. So pretty. Yep. Yeah. Do you know any other venues that are having people sit behind the stage like fully like that? We have not sure. Stage? All right. Well, I guess we'll, we'll find, find out. out. We'll, we'll find out. Again. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Tonight, Anyone tonight's going to be interesting if you're sitting for sure. behind the stage, let us know. Yeah, yeah tonight's right. going to be interesting for sure, you know, because it's half the size of Mohegan. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're back to the classic Northeast minor league hockey arena. Um, mm. So, but yeah, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll speculate about tonight later. But, you know, after Fish in the Sea, like, where do they go from here? And, you know, if you didn't think the energy could get higher. It oh, my did. God. 
This was this was my first factory fiction, and I was I was oh, nice. very excited. And Trey just sounded so so amazing on it, and I I was you know very happy. And I I'm I'm sure you know Coach, who you know the song is often associated with him. Uh, you know he loves it. It was played at his wedding um, and stuff, and so and and his birthday, and you know he's about to have a baby. Um, so I'm sure you know must have been really really special for him watching them play it with Trey but man this was so good yeah this was yeah. amazing yeah I feel it, like you should offer like, go spoiled. <laughs> no I'm sorry I can go ahead third show you got a factory fiction I know I got okay. a text from Brian Brinkman and he was yeah. like factory fiction with Trey like yeah. like all caps <laughs> like just like oh my god I was like I didn't you know it's like one of those things when you don't even know you're like oh yeah like, I didn't even know this that is that a good was, song like, a rarity yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is great it sounds awesome but um that's the kind of the beauty of being a noob is that you don't really know like how what you're getting is amazing or not but Honestly, last night, the energy was so high in that place for that song that I knew it was something special. And mm -hmm. I thought the way that they were playing together was just, it's obvious that they love it, obviously. And like, I know you guys were joking yesterday on the pod about them falling in love. I think it's clear that they are in love and like, let's all just <laughs> embrace that and love it. I was actually thinking something really funny though during this song and that Trey was standing between, you know, Rick and Peter. And it's almost like the two sides of Trey, like, Rick is like the, you know, good looking, like Trey now that he's older has like the kind of like silver fox, like designer duds look, you know, and Rick's like the good looking, like designer, more designer guy. And then Peter's like the goofy, like silly side, you know, of Trey. And I was just thinking, here's these like two sides of Trey, like battling it out and like how fun Trey, how much fun it is for Trey to play with these two musicians. But yeah, I thought That's it was cool. awesome. Uh, can we note Trey's shirt too? As soon as he came out, I said nice shirt. Barkley. Tamara next to me said nice shirt. And then Peter on the mic is like, hey, nice shirt. Dude, you, look, you look good. <laughs> was it nice shirt? I, did, I didn't hear nice that. Shirt. That's really oh, cool. yeah, like this black good. shirt with like this little purple. To, yeah. I don't know what, it looks like very like 90s Trey, like a weird shirt he found at some thrift store or something. But. Great. Yeah. Maybe Except it cost cool. probably like 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least. Did, did the fish fashion account ID that? That's one? what I was going to ask. Seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but. I'm sure they'll out. get there. <laughs> yeah. But something that I think we were talking about yesterday, especially Tamara brought it up, is like, are there certain songs that it's just going to be too hard for like, or just like too short notice for Trey to learn and like sit mm -hmm. in with them? But I think him learning Factory Fiction proves that anything's on the table for him to be able to learn, especially with, uh-oh, dogs. Is that me? Sorry, that's my dog, Reba. It's a, that's okay. a, it's a, a $400 shirt. It's a, oh, really? Embroidered Jeez. satin <laughs> shirt. <laughs> but nothing uh, but the best for a try. So I think the fact that he played Factory Fiction, like now, especially with a day off after the show tonight, now anything's on the table. We'll see what happens. I'm jive too, jive Lee. I need. I'm chasing a jive too still, so I I would not mind that. But yeah, we we mentioned earlier about the tab set. Um, you know, I think you know we we also briefly touched on this. I think last night for sure. Far and away the best tab set of the three so far. Um, they were just firing on it. I think also, you know, the crowd was so on last night. Um, everybody was really into it. And, man, Trey just destroyed during this set. You know, many times his tone stuck out to me. His playing just so good. 
I totally agree, Ryan. And you know what's interesting is that at the beginning of the show, I was thinking it's impossible to match the energy that a band has when they're hungry, right? Yeah. You think about like an up and coming band and that's kind of like getting attention and getting more, you know, playing bigger spaces. You think about what that did for Fish in the early to mid 90s, like it just fueled them in this way. And I think that that's what's going on with Goose right now. And that's why it's like so thrilling to see them right now. But I also, so I think that like, I was kind of like thinking, well, of course, Trey is not playing that way because he has nothing to prove, right? He's not hungry. He's made it. And then he came out last night and I thought he played like it was the last time he was going to get to play guitar. I mean, he was playing 110%, dancing, thrashing, like totally focused, leading just super high energy. I thought the flow and set list construction of this set was just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was all heaters. I feel like they're going back and forth of what stuck out of like goose tab, goose tab. So like night one tab really stuck out. Night two goose really stuck out. Last night tab was like a lot of moments on that are going to be stuck in my head forever. But yeah, energy wise, it was just heaters nonstop. It was great. Bang. Like in a weird reversal, I'm kind of a tab noob. Last night was my third tab show. Oh, so see, I'm, I'm in the yeah I'm in the process of of getting sold on tab and and last night did it I like tweeted about that this morning when I woke up I was like yes or maybe it was last night before I went to bed but I am now 100% sold on tab like I'm going back mm-hmm. and yes, I'm going to go see good. these shows because that I mean it was incredible the whole entire set I just like I couldn't believe how much energy there was in it and how well everybody was playing but it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, the caliber of their musicianship is just so out of this, this world. I mean, they're all just like next level. And the way they play together is is truly incredible. They're such an ensemble. It's like amazing. Yeah, they all bring something so unique. It was funny because during set break, I went down and hung out with Ryan's parents. It was awesome. I got to have some really nice conversations. I'm a big fan of your mom. So I was really desperate to meet her She's and really we cool. were talking. She's so awesome. And they were telling me all kinds of great stories about when you were a little kid, which was really fun. Um, and then I was talking to your dad about J-Rad because I was at the J-Rad show on Thursday night, which was insane. And it was so good. Talk about all bangers. And we were talking about how good that band is. And I hope your dad doesn't get mad at me, Ryan, but Rob was like, Oh, well, you know, I think sometimes that I would choose to see J-Rad over tab. And I was like, shut your mouth. Like, that's not right. You know, this is like, like, that's yes, exactly. I love J-Rad. They're like top of my list for sure. But I was like, you can't put them over Trey. Like, that's just not, it's not appropriate. And so this morning I got, I got a message. We can't, they're a cover band, even though they're insane. I might agree with my dad. I don't know. Anyway, then I'm just going to tell you, your dad doesn't think that anymore. Your dad oh. sent me a message this morning and said, I no longer pick J-Rad over <laughs> So mission accomplished. There Trying we go. job last night. Yeah. So <laughs> we won the argument. But yeah, last night I thought was just one of the best tab sets I've seen in a while. And I've seen a lot of good tab sets. But just the flow, I mean – Coming in with sand, I love to hear sand with tab almost more than I like to hear it with fish because they just like, it's just so good. It's so juicy and like full and such a great sound. I think the whole rest of the set, Into Night Speaks to a Woman, is just one of my favorite things to hear them play. I such love that fire, song. Such fire, right? And then Mercy, gorgeous. Yeah. Just absolutely beautiful. He's finding like the best spots for these 
Lonely Trip and, you know, the Mercy songs. And this song, Mercy, is absolutely stunning. It's yeah. really pretty. For those of you who don't know, Mercy was actually composed out of that, like, recorded piano intro that played before every Ghost of the Forest show. Um, and so they they took that and he wrote the song around that piano uh, part that I believe was played by Jeff Tansky. Um, yeah, so, cool. Yeah, it was, it was debuted, I, I'm pretty sure with the the angels three week of the beacon jams um with Celise, joe and jen on vocals um but yeah just interesting tidbit um for anybody who didn't know that but yeah that song was great i also really liked uh and flew away i think that's a good one yeah kind of like lands after a song i totally Uh, forgot about that second jam like the actual and flew away like chorus yeah it just sneaks up on me and go oh yeah like it's time to rock i forgot about this yeah and yeah, then, it has like that nice composition side. That that song is very like has really strong sections. That yeah. yeah, and then highlight of the set before the members of Goose came out. This is about to run like amazing. Yeah. Oh, like you know his tone just like yeah. crunchy and beefy and just and the way he was. Pl- oh, it was amazing. And Desron was you know Desron has been oh. sticking out to me the last few nights. You know, not having seen him play with Tab before Wednesday. Oh my God, you know. His his bass playing is incredible, and the way he locks in with uh, Russ and Ciro, like you know, during uh, I think it was No Men, he like you know rotated ninety degrees and was like facing Russ during that groove. So good, yeah, so good. I got to see him play with Robbie Coltrane a couple of weeks ago at Village Underground, and like that's like oh, no just way. the hardest like jazz you could possibly see. So like to see him rip on stand up bass, and then to see where in this he's just funk pocket bass like just non-stop yeah. grooving it's awesome yeah so i hope to see that more is out so of cool yeah i agree i'm always kind of like zeroing in on him and just watching yeah. him just like grooving there between yeah. him and james yeah. the way that they both dance on stage i'm like yes so There's awesome the coolest people alive the coolest yeah. people alive totally <laughs> yeah. yeah on that about to run though it was like funny because when that song first when fish first started playing that song my friend and I used to like about to run to the bathroom during that song. That was like our joke. Like, okay, it's about to run. It's time to go. And sometimes you can actually do it and make it back before it gets like super interesting. But last night's wasn't even that long, but it was so good. Six like minutes. when I listened, yeah. you know, when I listened back to it today, I was like, I thought it was at least like 12. I don't know. I mean, I was <laughs> definitely like losing track of time, but it was so good. My friend was like recording it. She's like, I'm hundred percent sold on this song now. I'm like, me too. I'm in. It was great. Yeah, I turned to the person next to me and I said, this might be my favorite song. And then the next song came. But oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting exactly. for the push on till the day. I was waiting. Yeah, I knew it. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I love Me- – Megan was texting me earlier asking if I had the video of the part where, you know, Trey starts like running in circles uh, <laughs> during that, that build towards the but end. But then also, oh, no, the one I wanted the video of, Ryan, isn't the circle one. He, there's oh, like, it's not? W- parts no he was like out at the edge of the stage like thrashing and like dancing do you remember that neil he was like yeah. running like all through the stage and just he was like wildly dancing it was like i haven't seen him do that in a long time that was amazing i mean like his body language was amazing in that solo and it yeah. i mean it all came out in the solo too that was the highlight of the night for me there were many yeah. many amazing things that happened at this show and you know, and I love Goose, but Trey is my true first love, and I've been seeing him for a really, really long time. And to see him, I mean, do full Trey from where I was standing and like yeah. 100% invested in the solo that he was playing. I mean, I, I'm going to remember that forever. Like, that is like 
burned into my brain. Um, but yeah, the, exactly the intensity in his face, you know, RJ was talking about like Trey's intensity yesterday on the podcast. Yeah. Like I was seeing it there. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of yeah. face. A lot of, oh yeah. Love like, that hey, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah for sure. The canines are out. And I was listening yeah. back to that Bonnaroo O2 push on till the day, like that, just the jam part. Mm-hmm. And it just goes on forever. And they do that little like slide in the horn section, like, but up, but up, bam. So I was yeah. doing that like on the rail, yeah. like trying to get the slide going. But I mean, there's not enough room to slide. So I was just pumping <laughs> in people like an asshole. <laughs> That's awesome. We, we can do that. Yeah, 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 we'll get that going the next time I play it. Yeah, yes. sure. I yeah. was thinking about that with the gaze too when you guys were talking about that yesterday on the pod, how like intense it must be for Rick to be stared at by Trey. Like, can you imagine like staring yeah. like this person who you like look up to so much, just looking at you so much, like, and you're in front of all these while people, you're like, playing, yeah, like in front this of yeah, pressure. I feel like Rick is delivering on another level under this pressure. Like, yeah, obviously he's ready for it, but like this is the pressure is a lot, you know. It's a big deal. Yeah. And then, you know, Trey Trey brought, um, you know, Rick and Peter on stage for No Men in 46 Days. But, man, he did not he did not hold back again, you know, continuing from about to run and push on. He was just ripping through these songs. And I, I feel like, you know, he even caught Rick a little bit uh, off guard last night with how crazy he was being. So I think, you know, Trey <laughs> definitely in the sit-ins on the first two nights was giving more floor to Rick uh, to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, solo and take stand out. It just seemed like last night Trey was just so in the zone. It was just like, like I'm, I'm, I'm ripping here. Like we're, I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, and catch it was up. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm still Big Daddy. <laughs> it's true. We, we keep mentioning Almond Brothers, and everyone keeps mentioning Almond Brothers. Everyone, like yeah. we talk about mm-hmm. those guitar harmonies, like that's the first thing that comes to people's minds. So somebody mentioned. Like just play in memory of Elizabeth Reed. Like just like yeah. let's get it over. Let's right. just oh, do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and J Rad played it on Thursday night. Oh, oh really? Their cover yeah. of it is so good. Yeah. <laughs> My friend I mean, turned to me. Anything. She's like, she's like, I don't know if I'm like too high, but like, are they playing like in memory of Elizabeth Reed? Like, <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, it was awesome. It yeah. was really, really good. If they do yeah. it though, they have to do it with with two bass players. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to happen because I, I don't see Goose and Tab covering the Almond Brothers together as, as nice as that would be. No. Um, but, you know, a 13-person in memory of Elizabeth <laughs> is pretty nice. I mean, you never know what's going to happen on this tour. I think a, a, mm-hmm. a lot True. of unexpected things have already happened, right? That Slow Llama, mm-hmm. I think, was the first time that was ever done by Tab. Yep. And yeah. the mm-hmm. Wolfman's Brother was the first time it was ever full Tab doing it. So they're mm-hmm. they're doing things. I mean, of course, that's in their catalog and in the fish catalog and whatever. But there are unexpected things happening everywhere. The factory fiction, I never would have imagined. Would fish have been played in the on this sea tour. also wasn't sure if they yeah. were going to do covers for sit-ins. Yeah, and I'm still for sure. yeah. I'm still hoping we do get the you know Trey sits in with Goose on a fish song, or you know they sit in with Tab on a, on a Goose song, which I think would be really cool. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought this was one of the more successful, like full goose with tab, or most of goose with yeah. tab sit-ins. I just felt like the sound the first night, especially, I thought it just like was a lot. Like the Wolfman's, I was like, there's a lot of people playing instruments, but I felt like in No Men, it sounded great. Like I thought it was really, it worked really, really well. And mm-hmm. obviously, I think the Carini was just the perfect yeah. encore to such a 
awesome show. And sometimes I so you need two bass players, and this yeah. is one of those times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, are they going to do first tube again? Like, yeah. no and way. Yeah. Then- I don't know. I don't know if you guys, you know, how good your view of Jeff was during uh, Carini, but he was having the time of his life up yeah. there on percussion. Yeah. yeah, it was that was that was hilarious. But yeah, yeah that was. Hit- him so and Ben good. started doing the clapping tower. Like they were really getting yeah, into the it. Yeah, the clapping tower. Yeah, that was awesome. That got so, like a huge reaction from the crowd. Also, Ciro was really digging what they were doing too. Like, yeah. you know, and, he, took he their had head those off big like bags and yeah. things. Yeah, he yeah. was just like, well, it, Jeff at the bags. end when he was like rattling Ciro's bundle of like, you know, empty tuna cans or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> How that thing is. He was just like, yeah. Chains. <laughs> he just picking up everything. Yeah. Totally. But then I, I, always think this every time i see jeff sit in on percussion with another band it's the best i see him play percussion like when we saw him with dogs in a pile at row eight and when jed opened up yeah like he just sat in and like you could tell the kid like practices his rudiments he knows how to play percussion when he goes on those bells on the table in front yeah the like, kid. yeah that's some of the best i think i've seen him play at least so it's really cool to see him get into it like that and just really just having fun yeah and then at the at the end as they were finishing Ciro put like one of his like big bundles of like something he shakes on his head like a wig and was like (laughs) making faces at ben (laughs) i didn't see that that's amazing i was was watching i was like this is hilarious like this is the best thing i've ever seen you know desron and trevor were doing their you know unison stepping thing again Something I'm wondering like, is, is Jeff's kit going to grow from this influence from Ciro? Got to, I'm right? guess, weird yes. I think he should. Yeah, 100%. It'd be hard not to, I'm sure, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And, we're, you know, we're still waiting for that that Jeff saxophone sit-in that, you know. Yeah, it didn't happen. Teased on yeah, Twitter what the a other tease, day. huh? Yeah. Maybe they just played at Soundcheck, like, you know. But I, I'm, I'm hoping – I'm hoping it happens because that would be great. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing you know what what happens at tonight's show, what what kind of sit-ins, but it's going to be awesome. You know, I I'm very sad to have to hop off tour after tonight until Friday when I do one more show in Syracuse. Um, but man, it, it, this tour has been incredible so far. That's so wild. fun. I also think that it is kind of annoying when people say this, but I think it is different to watch it than just listen. Because you really see like so much of what's going on between yeah. everybody. And it's just, that's kind of part of the magic of these shows, I think. And um, it was really great to be there in person. This is my only show of the tour. So I feel like I got a good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was my favorite of the tour so far. So you showed up For just sure. in time. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Every, every show, I'm like, it can't possibly get any better. They can't surprise us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yet they right. are. So the fact, there's five more shows. Like the amount of stuff they probably have in their back pocket, I can't imagine. So. Yeah. The thing, the thing I'm looking for, um, I don't know if Goose is going to at this rate, but we're also only three shows in. So yeah. I would say probably in a couple it of would, shows. It would be a great feat if they didn't repeat any songs. I mean, they've done eight sets there. with no repeats before. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so, but if they try to do true. no repeats, like the shows are going to get really slow. That's uh, true. They, they played a lot of <laughs> so I don't think they can do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to get like Seekers taking up like a huge chunk of the one set that you get. Seekers, and, Shelf, right. Honeybee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah those exactly. Songs in there. Um, and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, what what I'm really hoping for, you know, tonight and the rest of the tour is we get, you know, the first thing that Trey did with them was play a 20 minute insane. All I need that, you know, is currently on my playlist in my top 10 for the year. Um, and you mm-hmm. know, I'm really hoping we get some more jams where they get adventurous, where they go deep and they're not just focusing on the almond brothers 
you know, guitar playing stuff, as amazing as that is, and I will not complain if and when yeah. I continue to do that. Um, just, you know, the, the, the jam nerd in me uh, really, really wants to hear what they can do improvisationally if they keep pushing each other like that. So really hoping something like that comes out tonight, maybe a really big hunger site. Who knows? Yeah. So that's the one thing I feel like we didn't get from the goose set was like that improvisation where the wisteria mm -hmm. we got, the all I need we got. Factory yeah. Fiction, obviously very technical. There's a little bit of a jam in there, but I was worried that like, oh, maybe the people just coming tonight, we're going to miss out yeah. on that ability they had. Mm. But the tab set, like they went deep into it. All those licks that like, I was like, they were the special moments from the first two nights. I feel like we still got. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Ryan. Like I, I, I would also love, uh, you know, if they do Modavon or something like that, Peter on guitar, little three guitar jam. Yeah, I want him to yeah. step down. And do like a three-way yeah. little, little trade-off. Yeah, like they did at uh, Radio City. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I thought that might happen last night. I think it, I couldn't really tell what point it was, but I, I saw Peter come down on guitar and I was like, oh, is this During like... During Dripfield, yeah. Yeah, I was like, is Trey going to come out now? Like, well, Peter's on guitar, but um, my friend was like, no, probably not yet. Yeah, so it was a little too early, but yeah, I <laughs> there thought... Were, there, there were a couple times I was like, what if like Trey just came out in the middle of the song? Like, yeah, like, what like, if? I know, jam. I think like, that'd be so he's cool. He's just like, <laughs> I'm going up. Like, I just want to start playing. You, can see you know the it's probably thing. back yeah, there, exactly. like, dying to anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just appear out of nowhere, or actually just start playing exactly. from behind stage, and, right. and just like yeah. freak everybody just out. Uh, yeah. Megan, yeah, as or, new Goose fans, you get that reference, the yeah. Grippo. So yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Nice. In, in, uh, in, in, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, behind that reference, in 2020, when Dave Grippo sat in with Goose, um, you know, they had, I think they had practiced a few tunes at soundcheck with them, but you know, that at that time it was like a whole, you know, holy shit, Dave Grippo is going to play with us. And they were just kind of like, yeah, if you want to hop up during whatever tunes, like hop up yeah. whenever. And you know, like during the, the opening time to flee, you know, like 10 minutes into the jam, you know, they've just got into this kind of spacey, uh, mode and grippo just walks on stage and starts playing and you can see on on the video that's on youtube you know the camera's on rick when grippo plays his first notes as he's like coming on and you can see rick just kind of be like like okay <laughs> like, like scared i don't think i realized it was the first song that's hilarious uh, yeah, the and then he of the like, didn't leave the stage yeah <laughs> and then the one song they needed him for they couldn't find him yeah, yeah. when they came back <laughs> the, the second set, set opener, like, yeah, they didn't like, move it out. They were like, "Okay, well, Grippo is yeah, supposed yeah, to be." Yeah. <laughs> then he came on partway through. Yeah, that, that's a great show. If anybody has not heard that show, uh, ten to twenty, absolutely incredible. You know, yeah. all timer creatures and flea with Grippo. Great drive. So moving out with horns is on the table because moving out with horns is on the table. Yeah. Um, I I, I'm I'm looking for the creatures with horns. I think I mentioned it yesterday, but I want to hear the horns sing lead on either a goose song or, you know, a yes. cover with goose or even on tab, like just, you know, maybe a 1977, obviously with Natalie, like that would be tight. As long but, as you're on the rail for it. Yes. Oh, of course I need to be. That's what tonight I'm like hanging with friends at their house. Like they want to take their time. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just stand in the seats. But like, and then that's ben when they're going to play 1977. Won't play as good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It bears mentioning there. though that the, the chemistry is palpable with Goose and the yeah. horns. Mm -hmm. it, it's not just mm -hmm. like horns coming out and sitting in. They are actually, you know, yeah, they just sound really good together, right? Oh, I like that caution call. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Caution with horns. 
They did that. Anything. I thought I, I would really like. To, I thought we were going to get a hot tea with horns. I think that would be so cool. Yeah, I think it's coming. It's it's coming. Yeah, yeah it's probably tonight. Yeah, and then the Madavon with Trey has to be done. The the Madavon Estasio coined by No uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and like I can think of no better song for for Trey to show up and do the Machine Gun Trey thing in a goose set. I just like I'm longing for it. Like I just need to have it. Yeah. So maybe it'll happen tonight the one yeah. night you're not here yeah well i mean that's generally how it goes down uh, yeah, yeah, right? the show where i jump off it's like it's amazing right after so um uh, let's hope that you know that trend continues tonight uh yeah right you know really looking forward to it um i'm heading over shortly gonna go snag a poster um get ready yeah, very excited out. for tonight uh nice ga venue gonna try to snag my Peter side seats uh, where we were on the first night in Portland. Um, but yeah, you know, tonight's going to be fun. The rest of the tour is going to be fun. We'll be back here tomorrow at three. The huge. I may Before be in the car, Ryan. so apologize. I may also be in the car. I got a yeah. seven hour <laughs> drive back to Toronto tomorrow. And I can drive to Buffalo. So, so uh. are we going to get an American woman tonight? For your birthday, Ryan. That's the question. Oh, I ran into Jeff last night in the casino, and I should have said it. Uh, oh, that was your moment. I, I blew it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. They, they haven't played it since February, so oh, no. Ian Moby with time. horns. That's that's a birthday wish, Ryan. I, I might mm. I, again if, if they play Moby tonight. I may not be on the pod tomorrow because I may not exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, luckily. <laughs> You'll have lots of people to document you, hopefully, so we can yeah. see those videos of you losing your mind. <laughs> what, whatever well, happens, I'm going to lose my mind for you know three hours or Absolutely. four hours. Or however yeah, that's why we do this, is. right? Yeah, we, we are back also, um, as per Goose Social Media, we're back to 7.45 start. Uh, still not sure why they did the slightly earlier last night. Maybe there was some curfew issue at Mohegan. Well, I heard the lines to get in were tough too. So maybe just give the people expectation, crazy. like get there yeah. early because yeah. it's going to be long. But that's fair. Ryan, I noticed you didn't do your sponsorship. So I just want to add in uh, this show brought to you by Labatt Blue, upstate <laughs> New York's finest. Get your Labats, come up to Glens Falls. It's going to be a heater. Never miss a Sunday show. It's going to be a good time tonight. I love that. Yeah. Um, I need to just thank our friends at Sunset Lake CBD. You know they are the best CBD. We love them. They ship directly from their farm to your door, and they have all kinds of incredible products that we all love. They've got salve. They've got sleep gummies. They've got stuff for your dog, like my crazy dog you heard earlier really needs their CBD. So check them out if you haven't yet. It's sunsetlakecbd.com, and you can use the coupon code HFPOD, and you're going to get 20% off your products. So wow. check them out. You guys have a better discount on CBD than we do on mushrooms. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, maybe mushrooms are a little bit more harder to cultivate, you know? Who knows? Who knows? Um, well, yeah, get your mushrooms, get your CBD. Yeah, <laughs> listening. yeah who knows? <laughs> yeah. We're not sure. Uh. Well, I won't be on the pod tomorrow. I won't be back till next week because I'm working and I can't be there, but I'll be there on the weekend and I can't, I think I'll be there on Friday. So I'm looking forward to you on Friday. jumping on with you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me and nice. giving this uh, goose noob a, a lesson. It's great. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for watching everybody. All right. Thanks everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, this is Henry K host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.